0: I cannot believe we have... Arrived at episode two of the Pitch Podcast, Adelaide United family. Hello, it is Jared here. Uh, thank you very much for having a listen. Last week, we caught up with Isaias. And when I say last week, you know, it's over the past couple of days or whenever you're listening to the podcast, it could be in 20 years' time where you're like, remember that guy Isaias who scored that goal in the grand final and then we went on the Pitch Podcast? It's been a massive week for Adelaide United. And we are very excited because Isaias, we were celebrating the fact that he has come home, he has returned, and we have a brand new player that is wearing the famous Adelaide United red playing shirt this season and his name is I'm a Trat. <laughs> (laughs) Say it one more time, Tratt. Jacob Tratt, welcome to Adelaide United. Welcome to the Pitch Podcast, mate. How are you?
1: Thank you very much. Very good,
0: thank you. It's uh, it's very good to have you here. I I love speaking to new players who have made their way to the club um, because we're a famous club and we're very proud of what we do. Um, So the purpose of this is to get to know you, to get to know everything about you on and off the pitch. Pardon the pun. And you've got a lot to say, which is awesome. heard so many things about you, but positive things. And probably the most common thing I've heard is, yeah, Traddy he's a legend. Don't call him Jacob, <laughs> just just call him Traddy, Trattie. Traddy's a great guy. So we're well, going to find that out. I'm going to really put you to the test. I
1: don't mind that. I don't mind that at all.
0: You've done many, uh, many of these like podcast things before? First one. This is your first ever podcast? Yeah. This is unreal. Okay, so there's a lot to get through. Um, I think it's really important that, first of all, we take it to uh, a really special place because it's been a huge couple of days for the Adelaide United Football Club. For those of you uh, who haven't caught up with it, have a listen to Josh Cavallo.
1: Hi, everyone. It's Josh Cavallo here. There's something personal that I need to share with everyone. I'm a footballer and I'm gay. I want to inspire and show people that it's okay to be yourself and play football. It's okay to be gay and to play football. You know, I want to show... All the other people that are struggling and that are scared, you know, whoever it may be that don't act like someone you're not, be yourself.
0: This for me yesterday when I heard it, I'll tell you exactly where I was because I think the the Josh Cavallo moment, everybody's going to go, I remember where I was when I, I kind of heard this news. I was in a boardroom at uh, an organization in a meeting and I saw it on Instagram and I just went, Woo! Like the feeling for myself was just Mm. happiness for so many reasons. And for me, um, I know this is a podcast about you, but I wanted to kind of give you an understanding of where I was coming from. I've, I've been a part of the Adelaide United Football Club for over 10 years and they have made me a part of their family. Some of my best mates are players who have played for this club. The godfather of my youngest daughter is a former captain of the club. And it's the community that have made me feel so special. And Josh wouldn't have done what he did yesterday if there wasn't the right environment provided to him by the coaches, the players, uh, the staff members and the community and everybody that makes up Adelaide United. So I'm like... Mate, for someone like me who's been a part of this club for so long, um, I couldn't be more proud to actually wear the training top that I'm wearing now. You're wearing the Adelaide United logo. And I go, this is a this is a club for everyone that yesterday it was solidified mm. because of the, the courage of one young man that felt safe mm. to tell the world who he is. How did it make you feel?
1: Yeah, well, we were all in the change room together and um – when Joshy spoke, uh, it was so emotional. Like I remember sitting there just tearing up, to be honest. And I think uh, the support of all the players and all the staff around him, uh, like you said, is why he was able to uh, speak the way he did and and let the world know. Because I know there would be a lot of other people that wouldn't have the courage uh, to be able to do it. So hopefully, this is the the first of many.
0: And I don't want to sound too dramatic, but yesterday with that courageous act, because it was it was courageous because there's so much unknown. When you're going to be the first at anything, there is unknown. There's fear. There is a sense of what happens if I do this, what are the outcomes going to be? Because it's not like there's someone that's done it before to show you. But Josh would have saved lives yesterday because there are so many, especially young men that are not in a safe environment, that are struggling to deal with their own identity, that decide that they're going to stay hidden and live that double life that he said he was. So I have so many friends um, that are gay mm. that yesterday I could see the happiness and mm. relief to go, thank you, thank yeah. you, because he's, he's just paved the way for so many others and he's provided a safe platform for others to be comfortable within themselves.
1: Yeah, I think he's created a platform for everybody and I think, uh, as you can see from the publicity that it's made, Everyone has been so supportive of him and anyone else that wants to obviously come out in their own time and, and when they're ready. But uh, I think him pa- painting a little pathway for, for some players is massive. And like you said, he saved, saved lives doing this.
0: There's one thing before we move on that I wanted to commend you on personally because um, I, I managed to see a bit of footage from um, Carl and Josh telling the boys in the change rooms... And I watched it and I'm like, this is it's very powerful stuff. But what I love the most is probably something you didn't notice, which because it would be part of your nature and part of the, the playing group's nature within that change room. You all shook his hand, you gave him a hug, and then you just got on with life. I saw you and I think Nick sitting next to him. I think he was in between you and Nick yeah. in his his locker hinges. You were just chatting to him, mm. so it was like I think in his head he was probably. And I'm not ever going to assume what Josh was thinking, but like uh, I'm sure there was a part of him thinking, okay, what happens now mm. after this moment? I tell my teammates, but you boys just going and I heard Ross Aloise say, "You go, yeah, okay, this is you, mate. Congratulations." But that's cool, bro. You, yeah. you are you. And the, the way that you guys just got on with life as we should, unfortunately, society is still a long way behind. Yeah. But to see uh, yourself and the other leaders and everybody in that locker room just go, all right, let's just move on. What are we doing? We're we, we training now? Are we going to yeah. do something? It's it's just just part of your nature.
1: Yeah. I think um, Joshi, like when he spoke, he said, I'm still the same person, and as everyone reacted in the club, we all, all know him as a, as a person, and this doesn't change anything for him. Or I think just, I guess the courage that he's shown is is something that I think a lot of the boys will look up to, and I think as a as a group we'll all be stronger together for it. To be honest, so um, yeah, couldn't be happier for him and and the club as well.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about you because it's great to have you here. What actually got you here apart from obviously an aeroplane or a car or COVID restrictions because you played at a handful of A-League clubs. You were over in India and then now you are playing for Adelaide United which is very exciting for us moving into the new season, 21-22 20, Isuzu A-League men's. I'm still getting used to all that stuff. Um, how did you end up here?
1: Uh, so I spoke to to Carl on the phone and um, we had a good chat uh, I think just the way he spoke to me and the way he goes about uh, looking after the players, the way he goes about training, um, I could definitely see myself uh, playing here. Um, And even just the club itself, uh, he gave me good words about the club and I think uh, even just like the atmosphere at the stadium during games is uh, another reason why I wanted to come and and play for the club. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this year.
0: What was India like? Uh, I've, I've had uh, a few friends who have played over in India at uh, Bengaluru, yeah. um, and all they've said is it's it's different, like yeah. it's completely different. So um, what was that atmosphere like? Did, were you there by yourself? Um,
1: my partner Sienna came with me, yeah. and um, it was a different experience. Uh, we were there for four months, and um, I think this year was affected by COVID, so we didn't have any crowds. Um we couldn't leave the hotel. My partner she was in the, the hotel for four months, so she couldn't leave. Um, we were able to get out for training and back and then games and back, but uh, that was it, to be honest. But uh, as for the experience, I really enjoyed it, and I think uh, it helped me grow a lot as a player and a person, um, and I couldn't be more grateful for it, to be honest. The,
0: the India experience, I'm sure, kind of mirrors a little bit. We, we spoke on the last episode to Isaias, who was talking about him being in Qatar. And COVID affects so many different communities and cultures in so many different ways. So as you said, it's helped you grow as a person and as a player. Did, did it give you a lot of gratitude about um, how lucky we are in Australia to have um, not just the, everything that's set up outside of football, but the football programs as well is continually developing?
1: Yeah, it's, it's crazy the I guess, this perspective you get on uh, life when you go to a third world country, um, it makes you very happy to be Australian. Um, yeah, I think uh, having that experience definitely uh, helped me mature as a person and very grateful just to be living in Australia and be able to do what we do every day because uh, in some countries you're not so lucky and um, we're very lucky here in Australia, so couldn't be grateful. More grateful to be here.
0: Were there any other Aussies on your team?
1: Uh, I wouldn't call him an Aussie, but we had Stevie Taylor on my team. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, mean, I mean,
0: he's technically an Aussie slash Kiwi slash yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then uh, Brad, and, uh end up joining us okay. halfway through as well. So does that make it easier for you? Definitely. I think we had a really good um, group of players there and a good uh, bunch of foreign um, boys as well. So we were all able to sort of help each other through the the four months because there is difficult times. Uh, over there and we didn't do so well but uh, Stevie Taylor as a captain and a character was able to keep pushing us every day and I think I learned a lot from him and his leadership uh, so I think having uh, playing alongside him helped me a lot and uh, hopefully I can help uh, some of the younger boys this year, just with the way that he went about his uh,
0: his business. We haven't spoken about Adelaide United yet, which is which is all strategic because this is an opportunity to get to know you, right? And we're mates now. We've been speaking for eleven minutes, so we're besties. <laughs> so the whole India thing, and what I love about learning about football is that young footballer grows up and they go awesome. When I grow up and playing for Manchester United, this is my kind of generation, right? Yeah. Now it's probably PSG <laughs> and things like this, but it doesn't always work out like that. There is more to football than grow up, maybe play in the A-League, then Man U calls and you go play for him. So if you look at the different leagues around the world now, that you could go over to the UAE where the football standard might not be as good as where you're at, but sometimes it's a business decision depending where you're at in your career. A lot of the the Asian uh, countries, if you're a big, tall defender, that style of football suits you and they love players like that. Mm. Um, For India... what What's the draw card there? Is the standard getting better? Because I know that there has been two leagues, right, which is mm-hmm. only probably more recently just blown up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you, I'm sure you weren't growing up thinking, oh, you know what, one day I'm going to go play in India. <laughs> yeah. So if you yeah. don't mind me asking, yeah. I'd just love to get a, a bit of an insight on that because we have a lot of football purists listening just to, to give a, open their eyes a little bit to it.
1: Yeah, uh, I think for me... Um the the covid situation in australia obviously was af- affecting the a league a little bit um and then i got a message off um nathan hall who ended up helping me uh get the the move to india um so it was just an opportunity that sort of just came about and um i think obviously uh for me i just wanted to go somewhere where i'd be able to uh play regularly and i think uh a stepping stone financially as well. Um, but I think the main reason was just to, to get regular game time and, and experience, uh, I guess, a move overseas. And um, I just wanted to sort of challenge myself to that as well because it's not easy just going up and going overseas to another country. So I think um, that in itself was a, a stepping stone. And I think uh, just playing week in, week out, every three or four days was something that I'm I'm proud of to be able to achieve as well. Do you
0: think we don't talk about that stuff enough as kind of casual football observers that as soon as the the term of... A Players moving overseas, we think, awesome, success, where's your billion dollars, mm. where's your Lamborghini? Mm. But there is the challenge. If you move overseas, especially as a young player, you might not play first-team football, which mm. you want to do because you want to grow your career. Yeah. So you need to start looking at opportunities. The, the idea of moving overseas is a good one, but, geez, there's a lot of challenges that comes with it physically and mentally.
1: Yeah. I think, um, obviously, India's starting to grow and it's becoming a better league. Um, but for me personally, I think that was one of the, ma- the main reasons that I wanted to go. I wanted to get regular game time because even though I'm, I'm 27 now, I was still looking for, for game time. And I think um, as a young player, if you're, uh, I guess, playing in regularly in the A-League, no matter where you are or how, how the boys are playing, it's good development for you as a player. And I think uh, sometimes, sometimes a move overseas can affect you maybe in a, in a negative way, Uh, but at at the same time, any adversity is going to help you grow as well. So uh, everyone's got to find their own pathway and uh, I guess make their move depending on on their situation and where they are as a footballer.
0: So were were you born in New South Wales?
1: Yeah, I'm from uh,
0: Dubbo. Okay, so it's quite humid in New South Wales, right? Like, and I, I can't deal with that stuff. Like, it's just disgusting. I'm I'm not like a big sweater yeah, yeah, but yeah. when I'm in kind of humidity, I sweat from parts of my body that I didn't know existed. <laughs> Everywhere. It's disgusting. I'm like um yeah, I'm like the, the guy that turns into water when he runs into it. it's horrible. So you know that, that on X-Men, the guy that was lying on the table and he just turned into, it was like an amphibian, then he turned into water and exploded? Yeah, yeah kind
1: that, of thing. I'm yeah, not a big, huge nah, X-Men, but nah, yeah, I go mean, on. I
0: he's, mean, he's nodding. He's going, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he like the guy in the wheelchair with the bald head? That's what you were thinking, Professor yeah. X. So anyway, you go over to India, and then that's real sweat city, right? How are you with the hot weather?
1: Uh, I didn't mind it too much, to be honest. We would train early in the morning, um, so that sort of helped it a little bit. Um and then we would play at 7 o'clock at night. So I think the first couple of weeks, you, your body is kind of adapting to, to the weather. But after that, you kind of just get used to it and keep on.
0: Do you know any players here at Adelaide before you came over here? Because normally when you go to a different club, you'll call up some players and go, what's it like? You've experienced Adelaide. I mean, Issa called Javi Lopez. He's mm. like, hey, bro, just come to Adelaide. Javi's like, yeah, no worries. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Easy. And then he calls one day. And then that just happens. So <laughs> did you know anyone?
1: Uh, I had played with uh, One Day at Perth, yep. uh, and then George Blackwood and George Timothy at Sydney FC youth team as well, so um, George and I did the uh, hotel quarantine, I guess, at the same time, he was literally a floor above, so we were just chatting every now and again. Um, Wait,
0: uh, Timothea or Blackwood? Blackwood, Blackwood. Were you, was he playing his guitar on the balcony? <laughs> <Or> is... <laughs>
1: no, I haven't heard that no, goodness. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, George, is an interesting story, which um, before we get to what you're looking forward to at Adelaide United, um, I reckon five, six years ago, the idea of coming back to the A-League, players... Uh, as a perception outside, probably it's seen as, oh, it's a backward step. You have to come back to the A-League. The passion that I've got for the A-League now and some of the calibre of players that we have, mm-hmm. I think you're not coming back to the a- the A-League. You're actually coming to the A-League yeah. is a really exciting thing. What's your take on that?
1: Yeah, I think you can even see this year the, the calibre of players in every team. I think it's going to be a very difficult competition this year. I think uh, everyone's got a, a very solid squad. Um, and like you said, I think it's a step up now. I think it's definitely a, a forward step. And if you're performing well here in Australia, uh, it's a stepping stone into the national team as well. So, uh I definitely don't think it's a step back, for sure.
0: Yeah, okay, so we've got a a pretty young squad with a mix of experience and then Issei who's really old. So uh, what do you like about the squad? You've had an opportunity to be involved in the FFA Cup campaign, which obviously is great for us, Um, but you've had a great chance to have a look at some of our youth and also some of our experience. What's your take? Yeah,
1: uh, love it. Um, obviously, you could because if you said, oh,
0: you know what, we've got a shit squad <laughs> Alright, well Carl's just out there <laughs> yeah.
1: Nah, I think uh, we've got a very good balance to be fair And um, I think like in comparison with Joshy as well uh, Everyone's comfortable here at the club And I think it's got a massive family vibe And I think that's why there's a lot of players that are um, able to perform to the, to the level that they do And um, hopefully this year we can continue that um, we've had a good run in the FA Cup and hopefully we can continue that uh, 12 unbeaten streak um, and hopefully win another trophy.
0: What number are you wearing this season? 23. Any particular reason? Because uh, there's a player that used to play for the club that wore number 23. We don't speak of his name anymore because he's uh. at Newcastle. <laughs> Have you had 23 your whole career?
1: Uh, no, I was actually looking for 18 because that's what I've been sort of usually wearing. But uh, most of the other numbers that I kind of like were taken. So I... would settle with 23 to be
0: honest now 23 is quite a famous number so does this tie into anything Beckham wore 23 at LA Galaxy I think um, there's a couple of other famous 23s when it comes to a different sport or is this just you know what it could have been 88 Issa spoke about taking 88 because eight was taken yeah. um, and I thought mate that's too much like Neil Kilkenny <laughs> so you don't want to do that <laughs> so uh, 23 have any connection to you or It's just there uh,
1: no connection just like the look of the number to be honest
0: <laughs> okay what was your experience then when you got to play against adelaide because you've had the opportunity to do that you've scored against adelaide united which we'll forgive you for but we're passionate supporters here we're a great community um and we love playing at cooper stadium the, the players that come to the club that have played against adelaide before always say we just love playing on Cooper stadium what yeah. about yourself uh
1: i've only ever played at adelaide united twice mm-hmm. uh the cooper stadium sorry um and loved one of the experience, the other one wasn't the greatest because uh, we played in forty-five degree heat at three o'clock in the afternoon, and it wasn't. <laughs> we do that sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the funnest game in the world. But uh, the other game was uh, a nighttime kickoff, and like you said, the atmosphere here at, at Cooper's is amazing, and even sometimes the sunsets. So yeah. we had a beautiful. Sunset. You should be focusing on the game, and not the sunset. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should be.
1: But I actually did uh, did really enjoy it. To be fair, so I'm looking forward to playing for the Reds this year and. Uh, getting the, the crowd behind us as well.
0: Uh, talk about life off the pitch. So your partner's watching this podcast at the moment, which is fantastic. Can I get really personal? How long have you guys been together?
1: Uh, we've been together for three years now.
0: Very nice. How did you meet?
1: Uh, so we both used to work at a pub called Northies. Um, right, just
0: pulling beers?
1: Well, I was there first and then I moved away and then yeah. she started working there after. Okay. Uh, so we just sort of had the same group of friends And then uh, one night We were all just hanging out together And I introduced myself to her And sort of just kicked off from there That's very <laughs> nice
0: Such a romantic Isn't he uh, What sort of music you listen to To fire you up for a game Or if you're going for a nice stroll Along the beautiful beaches In the western suburbs
1: Uh I don't really, I guess my genre is maybe R&B pop, mm-hmm. uh, I like a bit of but Chris Brown and, and things like that, to be honest.
0: You found a local coffee shop that you like yet? There's a couple here around Cooper Stadium, which are very nice. Coffee and Commons are very nice and local haunt, but are you a coffee drinker?
1: Yeah, I'm a coffee drinker. Um, I told my message about Coffee and Commons just before actually, but yep. uh, my morning ritual is uh, headquarters in Henley. That's where I go to get my coffee every morning. Where's so. that? Uh, is this in like- just next opposite the IGA there.
0: Okay, okay.
1: I just picked my coffee up on the phone. Near Melt Pizza.
0: You're talking Henley Square?
1: No, not Henley Square. Uh,.
0: Oh, I know where you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the IJ's on Henley Beach Road, isn't uh, it?
1: Near, the, near Henley Beach Hotel.
0: Yes, I know yes. exactly where yeah. you are. Yeah. Okay. That's near. There's a really cool fish and chip shop around there as well.
1: Yeah, we haven't tried that yet, but we've been meaning to.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's about time you did that. <laughs> um, what about television shows? When you get the opportunity to turn on Netflix or all of the streaming services, I mean, I should really say, look straight down the camera, Paramount, guys. Get involved. Everybody watch Paramount. Sign up right now. Um, what are you watching on your streaming uh, services?
1: I love the offer. Offers, to be honest which
0: one uh, like the UK or US one
1: US, I think it is, yeah. Well, I think it's quite easy to... <laughs> yeah, I'm th- hopeless. So. In go. the UK I'm one, very good.
0: they've got UK accents. Yeah, in the US yeah. one, Steve Carell's <laughs> in it, and he's Best got an case. American accent. Yeah, I love Steve Carell. <laughs> <it>? <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have some viewer and listener questions. So thank you very much for getting involved with the questions for uh, Jacob Tratt. Do you Are you? You actually like, if people just say Trattie, that's it? Yeah. Do you have any other nicknames or what?
1: Nah, I main
0: one, to be fair. Liam Shannon 69 on Instagram. What made you come to Adelaide United? I think you've kind of answered that. So let, let's just break down a little bit of it. Is it more of a coaching style, squad, opportunity to play first team football, all of the above? All of the above. Thank Definitely. you very much. Someone on Instagram. I mean, is that their account? Someone. So someone on Instagram. <laughs> or potentially it's someone on Instagram, um, what is the one thing that's helped you become the person that you are today? I love that question.
1: Yeah, that is a good um, I think the people around me have definitely uh, helped help me be the person that I am today. I think obviously my family, my partner, um, I think they all go in uh, a way to help you uh, grow as a character and as a person. So I'd say, I guess the environment around me. Uh-
0: Alicina.8888 on Instagram. Ronaldo or Messi?
1: Uh, Ronaldo all day. He's, uh, he's my idol, to be fair, just his work ethic and the way he goes about his football is something that I admire. So, yeah, Cristiano all day.
0: His body is unbelievable, right? Like, it's just <laughs> next level. It's not human.
1: Yeah, no, I used to have a poster of him in my room. So, uh, yeah. yeah, he's my inspiration, to be honest.
0: Have you got, like, close to having an opportunity to get near him?
1: Uh, no, unfortunately he's, uh, I was, we were able to verse Manchester United when mm. I was playing at Perth, so I was, my missus always said, if only he came a year or two earlier, so I could have versed him, but anyway. what
0: What was that like, that experience? Because with, the, with this game, was at Optus Stadium, right? Yeah yeah, 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 so that was, I mean, the, the stadium's amazing, yeah. um, Sometimes I find it hard, like I love Adelaide Oval, but it's not a football venue because yeah. there's a lot of space between the, yeah, the sidelines and stuff. Yeah. So it, you, you kind of want to be closed mm-hmm. in. But to have the opportunity to play against these players, is there a moment where you go, oh, well, we're going to just have a bit of fun here, but then you realise, no, well, we have to try and win this game. Yeah. Well, how was your experience at all? Because we played Liverpool here, yeah. we played Malaga, Villarreal. So yeah. Adelaide United's had the good opportunity to do it yeah. too.
1: Uh, I think obviously it's a massive club, but our intention was always to to try and win. Um, obviously, being such a big club, it, they made it very difficult for us. But um, at the same time, I just wanted to enjoy the experience as well. Obviously, it's a pre season friendly. Um, I think that was my my first game, one of my first games for the for the club. So um, yeah, I just wanted to to make the most of the experience, and I think uh, being able to play. My, my favourite club is Manchester United, so um, I guess playing against my, my dream club is uh, an amazing experience,
0: to be honest. Did you swap shirts with a player at the end? Yes, I did. Who? I got-
1: or Pogba's shirt. So,
0: um, geez, been... that's all right. <laughs> do you have a
1: photo with him? Got a photo. I was able to frame the the shirt. He everything. signed it. Ah, oh, no, I didn't get a sign, unfortunately.
0: Did he ask for yours?
1: He got mine, but I reckon it's probably in the bin at Optus Stadium. But... I absolutely disagree <laughs> with that. No
0: way. That's unreal, man. That's that's a very cool experience. And as I said, like the, to get the opportunity to do that, it must have been, um, Pretty special for you. Let me ask a question about Perth Glory very quickly before we go back to the fan questions. As a, as a supporter, I'm shattered that Diego Castro is not going to be playing for the Glory because, as like I think, as a fan, you go, I, I want us to win. But I want to see Castro play well. I want to yeah. see Fornaroli yeah. play well. Like you want to see the good players play. Mm. I used to love um, the guy who played for um, for Sydney FC, the bald bloke who celebrated by flexing oh, his me, muscles me, Yeah, so I loved him because I'm also bald, and I'm like, it gives me it <laughs> gives me hope because I'm like, I-, I could be he one, he, like him one day. Apart yeah. from the fact I'm useless at football <laughs> and 37, but um, for for Castro. I'm, I'm really shattered about it. And I understand that Sturridge is coming, which is a huge thing for the league and for Perth. But, man, Castro's good.
1: Yeah. I think, um, yeah, obviously it is a bit disappointing to lose such a, an amazing player, not only just for Perth glory, but for the whole A-League. Obviously, he's provided such quality for the last six years. And um, I don't know. I, I've heard rumours that he could be coming back, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, but I think at the same time, like you said, having Sturridge uh at the club is massive for them and Mm. and the league as well so hopefully it's not the last of of castro um but i think uh yeah we just got to uh embrace the fact that we've had that quality for the last six years
0: that's very true um this is from chris underscore a underscore one one zero on instagram do you know you look like charlie dixon and have you ever met charlie dixon I
1: actually
0: don't know who that is. Honestly. Okay, so <laughs> that's. I love when people say that. So, Charlie <laughs> Dixon is uh, an AFL player. Can you chuck me in my phone, Timmy, please? And I'll show you what Charlie Dixon looks like. So, to be
1: fair, I think that uh, maybe a couple of the uh, boys at training might have said this the other day, thanks. actually.
0: Good looking guy, far out. Oh, I'll and take it then. He's an athlete, like, he's unreal. So, he plays for the power yeah. um, and great human being. Uh, this think, is. Yeah, this I is think
1: Charlie. Colin might have said that.
0: I'm gonna try and find one with his shirt off so you can go. Oh yeah, yeah I look like him. Yeah, I'll take that one. Oh there he is. No, this is shirt on, but there he is there.
1: Yeah, it's not not a bad little replica to be fair. Not I'll bad. I'll, I'll take that all. Yeah, day. Charlie Dixon, very nice.
0: <laughs> um this is from FuseMemes One on Instagram. How is it scoring your first goal for Adelaide United?
1: Uh yeah. Beautiful. Uh I think uh to to help us progress in the FFA Cup and uh, I guess our first proper competitive match. I was very happy to score for for the club. What was your
0: celebration? Did you do a love heart?
1: Yeah, so I tried to do a C for Sienna, um, but I. How could, do you do
0: that? Because you. Yeah, I did it backwards. Yeah, that's one thing. I've done a C my
1: way, but obviously to her it's backwards. So she corrected me on that one, and then oh uh, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, just the the love art to to show my appreciation for everything that she's done as well. That's. Oh, that's
0: beautiful. (laughs) Maybe when you score next time, you can propose on the field. I'm just Uh, sorry. I've already done it. What do you mean? Are you engaged? Yeah. Oh, don't say partner, say fiance, Traddy. Well, well, I'm supposed to be
1: supposed to be married as well. To be fair, but what? Yeah, we've had to postpone a couple of times. Traddy,
0: we are 28 minutes into the bloody podcast, and you tell me this now because you're just real low key. Yeah, my partner of three years. Yeah, she's here. It's really cool. So (laughs) that's my bad. So COVID stuffed up the wedding. Yeah, where were you supposed to get married? In Perth. Oh my Well, thanks, mate. Cheers for saving that to the end of the podcast. We're probably going to run out of time. Um, great question, Fuse Memes One Tony on Twitter. Do you have any pre-match rituals that you do on match day? Uh,
1: I think I like to go outside and uh, do a little juggle and a little bit of ball work before the game. But obviously, when it's uh, I guess an earlier kickoff is a bit difficult. But mm. I'd say that's probably probably one of the main ones. To be honest,
0: you know that Dylan McGowan, who was the the captain of the Wanderers, and he would. He, he Dylan McGowan once won the Golden Boot for Adelaide United. That's how poor of a season that we had. I think he's like four goals. Like he used to punch himself in the head Before pre-game the game. Yeah, to no, get himself not, fired up. I'm not doing anything like that. That's for so, sure. So, I mean, that explains a lot about him as well. <laughs> I mean, he's a great, you know, former legend of the club. Um, okay, someone on Facebook um, asked about the experience in India. You already spoke about that, but what was the best food you ate in India? Uh, or did you stay west as <laughs> western as possible?
1: Uh, I was pretty western to be fair I think uh, the Indian here that we eat Like the butter chicken and the lamb korma I would say is probably better here than, than over there Unfortunately they got bones in their butter chicken So oh. it makes it difficult to eat But uh, I, I ate uh, a quite a repetitive uh, On a repetitive basis I was eating chicken rice and veg And fish rice and veg Pretty much lunch and dinner every day so. You would have
0: been ripped though Because that's <laughs> real like clean eating hey? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I felt, felt pretty good to be fair
0: uh, last one. Someone on Instagram, have you ever been starstruck or in awe of an opponent slash teammate apart from Paul Pogba?
1: Um, I'm going to have to say no to that one. Obviously, I can appreciate very good quality players, but at the same time, um, I try to, I think, in games, concentrate on what I need to do to, to perform at my best and eliminate, I guess, their strengths. So... Um, Obviously, the ones at Manchester United is a given, but as for anything else, I'm going to say, yeah, no for that
0: one. Awesome. I've got one more question before we're going to get you to sign this 2021 playing shirt, thanks to you, Ken. Um, How are you going to measure success this season, as a team and personally?
1: Uh, It's it's hard to say. I like to, uh, I guess, just sort of take each day as it comes. I think... um, Obviously, even just this this news with Joshi Cavallo is a success uh, for the club and, I think, uh, world football. So I think we're in a, in a good position to start. And then I think um, I want to be battling for the trophy. Um, but at the same time, I don't like to semi-put expectations uh, on, on players. And I think whatever is going to help you perform at your best is is the way you approach things. And, and for me, I, I think that's a bit the same, to be fair. So...
0: Uh, just enjoy it and and do my best. Awesome, great answer. Is the of questions done? Thank you very much for getting involved. <laughs> There's a texter here somewhere. All right, maybe I've chucked it. Uh, we'll give you the texter, and we want you to pick wherever you want to sign. Um, we will do that. And uh, Traddy, we're mates now, so Beautiful. thank you so much for being here. No this has been the pitch. Make sure you share, subscribe, like, give it a review, and we will say goodbye to Trat. <laughs> We will catch you next week on the Pitch Podcast. Trat. Follow him on social media. What's your social hashtags and all that other stuff? How do we follow you? Uh,
1: I think Tratty27 or Jake... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Great, thanks Tratty. <laughs> yeah. He's got no idea. Just told us at the end of the podcast he's engaged.
0: <laughs> awesome stuff. Love you Adelaide United family. Trat. What's your Twitter account? Just Jacob Chat, I think. You think. You don't know. All right, yeah, awesome. (laughs) Great. Really works well. We'll catch you next time, Reds fans. Sign the top. Love you long time. Beautiful. Go Reds!